0: listening to sermons as we go about our days driving around or doing our work is a perfect reminder of our lord's promises and of his mercies this is the mission of upper room media to make the word of god accessible to anybody and everybody name the father the son the holy spirit one god amen good morning everyone Before we get started on the message of the day, I just wanted to share with you, as I always do, and you are probably almost tired of it, but I have to share always stories about my journeys in Zambia and our mission. One of the greatest things that inspires me in Zambia, and still inspires me, is how hard the people work to get food, to get things, to get water, like, I don't know if you know, like, when you, when you go home, you turn on the water and it's there. They have to, like, journey with a bucket some distance to get to a water supply and get water. But it amazes me how much people really struggle to get water. And sometime in the past five years, I remember one of our churches in the village, it's a, it's a village, a church in Mongolia, a place in Zambia, they didn't have like a water well. They'd have to. The people had to walk a distance to get to the well, get water, and come back to their houses to do everything. And as you know, water there is everything. You have that's what they use for, for taking a bath. That's what they use for cooking, for cleaning, for everything. So water was in need, but it, it, just, it wasn't just turning it on. They had to go a great distance to get it. But one day, I remember this very very clearly. The through donations of many people. They were going to go and, and, and drill into the ground where the church is and get water. Like 75 meters deep. And when they, when they drilled, they drilled. And all the people in the village are surrounding it because they're excited. They're so excited because they know once that water comes, it's going to be much easier for them. They don't have to travel miles to get to the water supply. So the people came with their big trucks and they just drilled and drilled and drilled and drilled and drilled. And it, it took a couple hours. And all of a sudden, this is the most beautiful sight is that all of a sudden the water just came gushing out, splashing out. And the beautiful part about it is the people in the village would would go around and dance and sing and they were just rejoicing because water was there, water was there. For you and me, we don't do that when we turn on the faucet. We don't go crazy, we don't jump up and down. But for them, that's how important it is. That's how hard they work to get what they need. If they want to cook, they got to go take a bucket, go distance and come back. If they want to clean their clothes, if they want to... Everything is done through, through water. It's just amazing to see, and it's inspirational to watch the people, how excited they are because they receive this special gift. And like I said earlier, we have everything at our disposal. And I don't think we realize what we have. We just turn on the faucet or turn on whatever, and the water is all around us, and we use it for everything as well. But we're still in need, and we're still aching, and we're still empty, and we're still longing for more. Psalm 93 says this. We can just listen to this. Psalm 93 says, "The floods, again water, have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods have lifted up their waves. The Lord Almighty is high, than the, higher than the noise of many waters, than the mighty waves of the sea." What we consider water is what is the water of the of the of the waves of this world? They're coming on us like it's almost like going to drown us. So for us, we're such in great need because waters are surrounding us and waters are heavy on us and the worldly life and the things around us are making us heavy. And today the Gospel, if you listen to the Gospel, the people are, all, are also in great need. What are they in great need of? They're in great need of food. Because this is the miracle of the five loaves and two fish. They're in great need of food and, and supply and, and, and they were hungry and they were thirsty. And, and we read this Gospel so many times But one part that stood out to me the most is not the gospel. What comes right before the gospel every every Sunday? The psalm. Let's turn there together because that's like the psalm that really touched me this week when I was looking at it. It's Psalm 143 verse 6. I want you to pull it up because I'm going to bounce around with a couple psalms. Today is is psalms. That's all I'm going to share with you today is the book of psalms. But the one right before the gospel is Psalm 143 verse 6. It says this. I spread out my hands to you. My soul longs for you like a thirsty land. People are hungry. People are thirsty. People are longing for more. The people in Zambia, they were just craving that water to come out. And if it came out, they were going to be in heaven. And when the water came gushing out, they were dancing, they were singing. They were so thirsty for that water. And we have the water of the world collapsing on us. So what do we do? We spread out our hands to you. My soul longs for you like in a thirsty land. That's the thing. We think that we're in this world and that we're getting the things that we get are making us full. They're not. You know that I, I'm not telling you anything new. Like every time we search for something outside, we're still more thirsty. That's why when, when Jesus went to the Samaritan woman, he said, okay, you can drink of this water, but you're still going to be thirsty. I have something more to give you. And I think that's what I want us to figure out. Now, definitely the people of Zambia, Mongoli Zambia, they had this water supply, and, they were, and it, it definitely helped them. But still, they were thirsty also as well for something more. Yes, the water of the waves of the sea of this world are collapsing against us, but because we need something more. And the gospel today is talking about feeding the people, filling the people. But right before, it's this song, I spread out my hands to you my soul longs for you like a thirsty land i would say this earth and this world makes us still thirsty and i think whatever you get whatever you consume whatever you have whatever you purchase you're still more and same with me all of us we still are wanting more but something in our soul is dry and the world around us it says it's thirsty land means the dry land but here the lord is pointing us in the right direction we got nothing, but we're going to stretch out our hands to you, God. You're our father. You're our dad. We're going to stretch out our hands to you. We're going to, you know, we stretch out, spread out our hands means like to lift up our hands in prayer. We may feel like we're drowning. And let me tell, ask you about this. You may feel like you're dehydrated, right? Sometimes in the hot summer, you feel like you're spiritually dehydrated as well, right? We're spiritually dehydrated like there's, we need some, we need the living water, But we can't do it without spreading our hands to Him. Let's bounce to another psalm real quick together. I want you to bounce here with me to Psalm 16, verse 2. So we went from Psalm 143, let's go to Psalm 16. Today is just a book of Psalms to make it easy for everyone. Psalm 16, verse 2. Just to remind us, O my soul, remember the thirsty soul, you have said to the Lord, You are my Lord. My goodness is nothing apart from you. What do you get from that? Let me read it again tell me what you get from that. My soul, you have said to the Lord, You are my Lord. My goodness is nothing apart from you. What does that mean? That means whatever you are looking for, whatever good, whatever thing you're thirsty for, you can't have it apart from Him. That's why we come to church and spread out our hands to God. When you notice when we say our Father who art in heaven, what do we do? Most of us, what do we do? We lift up our hands. It's not just like for no reason. Because we're lifting up our hands to Him. We're spreading out our hands because we're thirsty. Our soul, regardless if you're thirsty physically, our soul is thirsty, spiritually. And God wants to tell us that we can't do without Him. Nothing I can have apart from you. My soul longs for you. I want you to turn to one more psalm. and There's two verses, but I only want you to read verse 1. Psalm 63. This is the last psalm, but I want you to look at verse 1 only first. Let's turn together. Psalm 63. You know this one because it's in the Iqbaya twice in two of the hours of the Igbeah. Psalm 63, verse 1. It says, "O God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul, what? What's next? My soul, what? My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. Where? In a dry and thirsty land where there's no water. Again, this shows you everything. It shows that I need to seek you, Lord. It shows that my soul is thirsty. I'm longing for you. But the land around us and the people around us, the situations around us are making us more thirsty. So what do you do? Now, you may come to church and you... Yes, we have a long liturgy and you can't wait till coffee hour to drink and eat and and quench that thirst, to quench that hunger. But I'm telling you, something you may or may not recognize. And this is really important. You may or may not recognize your soul is thirsty. Your soul could be spiritually dehydrated. And that's why we come to liturgy. And that's why we come to the service. Outside all week, like we hear noise. We hear problems. We get stressed. We go out and we financial situations, and we have to do a lot of things, and we come to church dry. But today, we're going to stretch out our hands to our Father. We're going to seek Him. We know our soul is thirsty, but we're coming where there is water. I spread out my hands to you. My soul longs for you like a thirsty land. Now, can I ask you to look at verse 2 now? Because that's the secret of the whole thing. Because Verse 1 says, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there's no water. I'm glad there's a verse 2. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Where's the sanctuary? Where's the sanctuary? You're in the sanctuary. You're in front of the place where you can stretch out your hands today. It says, what is in this place? I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and to see your glory. To see your power and to see your glory. You know the same way when you open the water in your faucet at home to wash dishes or to wash your face or brush your teeth? We take it for granted that water, where does it come from? We take for granted, how did the water get there? I just turned on the thing and where did it come from? You turn it on and we take for granted that the water is there. Do you know what else I think we take for granted sometimes is the water that's here, the the power that's here, the living water which is before us here. Here it says, "I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory." I don't want us to take for granted anymore what's before us. I don't know your situation exactly, but I know one thing: our soul is thirsty. I know our bodies are thirsty because it's early in the morning, we're waiting for Communion, we can't wait to get our coffee or our water. But our soul is thirsty. You know how you know? Sometimes we burst out in anger. Sometimes we burst out in tears. Sometimes we just, our stress levels go high quickly, emotions go high quickly. It's the soul is thirsty. And around us all week usually is dryness and dry land. That's why we encourage you always to sit before God or stand before God at home, and especially here. I want the rest of liturgy not to be a place of, of sleepiness. I don't want the rest of liturgy to be a place of daydreaming. I want the rest of liturgy to stretch out our hands to God because we're thirsty. And I want us to be like, I know where the power is. It's here. It's on the altar. So I want you to spend the rest of the time. I know you're facing something like we always face something. But today, we are no longer going to be spiritually dehydrated. We're no longer gonna let the things around us affect us like the waves of the sea. There's a wise man once said. He said he said something nice. He said, "Lord, I crawled across the barrenness to you with my empty cup, uncertain in asking any small drop of refreshment. If only I had known you better, I'd have come running with a big bucket." Sometimes we come to God, and we want a drop. And that's good. And we have a small cup. And that's good. But today, I want your arms to be wide open, your heart to be wide open, and I want you to know that when you stretch out your hands, and when you stretch out your hands to receive Holy Communion, there's a big bucket of water going to quench the thirst in our soul. I look forward to this liturgy. I'm excited for the rest of liturgy. I can't wait to pray and to praise and to take Communion. I can't wait for that because I know I need it. And I know you need it too. So whatever you're facing out there, in a dry, thirsty land, and your soul thirsts. Today we're gonna stretch out our hands and we're gonna pray and we're gonna call out to God where there's power and there's glory, and we will leave, not spiritually dehydrated, but hydrated and full. And that's the reason why we come to liturgy, to fill our, fill ourselves. And that's why we say, always go sit with God in the morning, every morning for your quiet time. All these things are beautiful to leave us with our bucket full. So Let's pray for that in the rest of liturgy today. I I want us to enjoy it. No one has, no one daydream, no one do anything. Just kind of close your eyes. And sometimes we, we don't even need to look at the screen or anything, but close your eyes and pray and worship and enjoy the living water quenching the thirst of our soul. Let's pray for one another. Glory be to God forever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart and we pray that it will not only inform you but will also transform you and your life with Christ.